What other platforms are we on? Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. We don't have a Twitch account yet, but we're kind of twitchy. Yeah. Because, of course, you can't drink enough coffee for this show. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you all made it through. We're going to speak softly so that your hangovers don't bother you too much. Yeah. Except that you're actually probably recovered by now listening to this you're probably driving to work going back to work wishing you could still party one more day <clears throat> yeah God. that just opens up a whole pandora box of thoughts in my you know, 2023 is full of pandora's boxes and i want to date all of them <laughs> i was just gonna say something similar <laughs> Oh, man. So this is the beginning of season three. Well, technically, it's year three because of the date, but we started in the middle of the year. So so season one was a short season. Okay. However you want to look at it, it's fine with me. What do they call a TV show when it's like they do a test run, you know? Season- a pilot? Yeah. yeah. Season one was our pilot series. <laughs> It's usually only one. It's a pilot. It's not a series. Right, right. Anyway, ratings are up, I hear, which is good, which means there's more of you people listening, which is extremely exciting for me personally. That's awesome. I'm very grateful to everyone who's listening. Yeah. And I've had a good year. Um, You have? I have. I've had a really good year. What was your top three highlights? Waking up. Um, getting to play live at music on the beach with my friends, Lumination. That was a good, yeah. Um, it's not really a singular highlight, but it's being able to wake up every day and live out my purpose through my coaching. That's awesome. So being of service to people, consistently day in day out and noticing that this year I got harder clients. There were more challenges to the coaching, which tells me that um, the powers that be trust me to take a stand, to be of of service. And so, um, and I also, I guess, you know, another highlight was the course I took with Sanika like that, the, that course, the uh, ignition initiation, <clears throat> really changed things for fall 2022. Right on. How's everyone in your household feeling? Well, we've all recovered from our sicknesses. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, one of us had COVID. Kathy had COVID and she's come out of it, but she still doesn't have all of her energy back. Right. But we, we've been doing fun stuff and uh, that's nice to see her inspired and uh, last night we went and saw Avatar. All right. That was good. Really good. Awesome. Like a lot of people, I was like three hours. Oh, my God. And then just went by like nothing. Yeah. Most people I've heard it said they could have done more. Like there could have Well, been more. it was just right. It was just right. Okay. And uh, I was excited about that. And as I look forward into this new year, I'm not one for resolutions, but I'm committed to evolution. All right. Right. So you're going to become a frog. Uh, No, no. What? What are you going to evolve into? I'm going to evolve my heart, my capacity to do more. All right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, working on some projects Illumination is doing a gig in January. Yeah, we're on January 20th here in Northern California in Fairfax at a place called Perry's. Who's owner of Perry's now? 
Uh, I don't know. Okay. Don't know who owns it. You're not involved with setting up that gig? Not to the level of who the owner is. Okay. I know who asked us to play, and that is the wonderful John Cordy. Um, for all I know, might be part owner. I have no idea. Right, right. Um, but there's also to last Friday, I launched my um, neurological workout for 2023, which is based on my research in the neuroscience of manifestation. And so I'm excited about that. And um, I'm going to be taking people through a two and a half hour transformation to create the results that they want in the coming year. And I'm excited about that. All right. Have you, when's your first one? I don't have anything on the books yet. Okay. Um, it's, it's a, I'm available to do it uh, per whatever people's schedule are, but I started the, um, marketing. the marketing campaign. I put the word out this morning on the socials and, um, yeah, we'll see yeah, how it shapes cool. up. Yeah. And is this in conjunction with the team that Kathy's working with? Well, um, so far Saffron group has not, um, put it up on their website, but I've been in discussions with them and they are looking to launch it sometime this week. Um, you know, people go, we weren't able to get it in time for the first of the year based on everyone going out for the Christmas holiday. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And so I just finished Dave Grohl's book about his life in rock and roll. So and good. I'm reading another book called the prosperous coach, which is about how to become, you know, good at the business of coaching, which is the next level of growth for me so that I can sustain myself and pay my taxes and do all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And then there's some personal challenges still. Um, since we're talking all about me, since it's the Mark show for now, I'll just share that, um, last year I had some stuff that came up where I ended up in the hospital on Christmas. And one of the things that, um, was real about that was there's this thing called an infidibilum, which is they thought might turn into an aneurysm later in life. So they have me wanting to do yearly MRIs to check on the infidibilum. And so on uh, Thursday, when I went to do, actually it was Wednesday, when I went to do my MRI for that, I couldn't handle being in the MRI. I claustrophobed out, so I bounced. And I rescheduled that for later in the month. And uh, Did you even get in the machine or you just saw it and were like, no? No, I got down on the table. And for this particular thing, they put a hood a thing over your face. And as soon as they did that, I was out. They're like, no, we're not doing it today. <laughs> right. And I felt a little bit of shame for about 24 hours after that. Like I'm supposed to be a tough guy or, you know, I'm right, it's just a right. freaking machine. What am I scared of? And I still feel it even as I say that to you. <laughs> it's hard. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm stressed. I can feel it. And as I was relating to what was happening for me, I realized there's this stuff that's still trauma in my body that's old shit from my past and i've done lots of work to try and change my behavior outwardly but there's still really tender parts of me inside that are really still you know very very sensitive and nuanced and um <clears throat> i feel a hunger a desire to get into whatever i can to try to heal that um and it, I think it's affecting me in ways I'm not really conscious of. So I, I feel a strong pull and that's going to require that I either get some coaching or some psychological counseling. And so I'm going to do that. All right. And, um, what about microdosing? Like our last guest we had, Allison, that's an interesting idea. Um, I don't either, though I don't think she microdosed. I think that was a full on controlled, yeah. Well, what I know I am going to do is get my doctor to give me some kind of, you know, mood enhancer for my MRI at the end of the month. Hmm. So I had requested that, but I hadn't followed up enough. So this time I'm, cause I really need to get the MRI to make sure that I don't have a thing 
ballooning inside my brain that's going to kill me. And um, <clears throat> it's a low risk. Like the guy said, it's it's not likely to happen, but it's that 3% that if we catch it before it's a big deal, we can do surgery. But if it becomes a big deal, the risks go way up. Do you ever think like, okay, I have an expiration date. You know, I do have the choice to do nothing, and that's my expiration date. I did. When I was driving home feeling shameful, I was like, I don't ever have to do this if I don't want to. That's right. I could just let this lie. But then I also, I'm a a man who's committed to being part of the solution. And one of the things that I'm committed to is outliving my partner. Because she she lost her husband. Right. And I think one death of a spouse is enough in a lifetime. Man, there's a friend of mine who has lost three significant others in her life, all from passing away. Yeah. Which brings up a morbid joke, which is totally inappropriate, but, you know, about a black widow. <laughs> but, but you know, I do recall a time I was helping her, and there was just a moment where we shared, like, experiencing pain experiencing pain in life it is painful yeah so i'm committed to doing whatever i have to to make my life better coming up all right that's an awesome commitment that's a very loving commitment to your life and to your partner's life yeah and uh, I also had some tough family. Like, didn't don't people over the holidays they have hard family conversations? Like, the people we are close to sometimes it's like, oh, like we come together with people that we're like, hmm. There's a reason I haven't talked to them in three years. <laughs> January sixth was a great day in American history, where America was finally standing up for itself and what's right. It says in the That's not what I'm talking about, but I get it. No, it's it's more like emotional stuff with my family members. Really? So, yeah. No, I didn't have that. Yeah. Well, your family's not is dwindling at this point. I mean, except for your the family you created, oh, which my is prospering. And sisters are still with me. Yeah, and they're significant others. Right. And you didn't have that problem. No. Did you get good a cinnamon roll stash? Yes. Very happy. My sister teased us. She brought out a little tray with two cinnamon rolls in it and said, here, this is for you guys. We're all looking at each other like, oh, this isn't going to work. And then she was like, here's one with four. And we, you know, we're expecting two each and one for candy. And we're like, oh, but at the end of the night, she sent us home with a tray of nine beautiful homemade cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Interesting. She was kind of feeling you out for whether it was an expectation or whether it was a gift. Oh, she knew it was an expectation. Oh, I see. She knew what she was doing. She was having a good time. Yeah. So what about you? What, What are you committed to in the coming year? I have not made any commitments I've de- I'm determined to be committed. <laughs> Do you mean that to like an insane asylum? Right. Four walls, well padded, a little window looking out over a brook. And three times you just a become day, Sid's roommate. Time. What? You just become Sid's roommate. <laughs> He's got a better view. <laughs> He's yeah. got a nicer room. Hey, you know what? Uh, Christmas. My three kids and I went and visited said Christmas Day. Yeah, don't change the subject. I want to know why you made a joke about going into the insane asylum when you talked about having a, a good year. Like, what you're committed to committing yourself? A commitment. So there's a part of me that is definitely, like you talk about these inner wounds that you have. Like, I definitely sense this energy in me that absolutely believes it's impossible to live out the dreams of abundance, you know, buy a home. It's just, it's like believing I could fly without aid of an airplane or other things created. Well, yeah. it's not exactly like that. Because well, that, I mean, you that, can't that, actually fly out of an airplane. But right. you can in America generate enough wealth. 
if you do it, if you well, take the take the the commitment. But seriously. this is what I'm saying: is that the energy in me has that sort of finality to it, like the knowing that I have that if I jump off a building, I will hit the ground. I'm not going to fly. That same knowing of gravity is in me of why bother. But there's also with it, it's interesting because hand in hand with it is the exuberant young child. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Go for it. Yeah. So it's the work of overcoming that inertia that stops you. And me. Right. Right. Well, I haven't met my financial goals yet either. Yeah. But I mean, it's not even inertia because it's more like I don't jump off buildings because I know I can't fly. That's not uh, that's not an action of inertia. That's an action of belief in okay, something. You're conflating these two things. No, you're not. not talking about jumping out of a building if you're talking about working hard enough to create a successful business for yourself. So you're not totally different understanding things. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the line of thought in me is as grounded in the truth of I can't make it as jumping off a building. It is that solid of an energy belief. What do you get out of holding that thing so well that it's that solid? I don't have an answer to that. Okay. What if it wasn't true that it's that solid? It'd be awesome. Then the little child would celebrate, celebrate. So is it the adult that's convinced? Yeah, I think so. That's what. So what would it take to convince them? Lawyers, guns, and money. Let's leave out the guns for now. <laughs> Why? They're as American as lawyers and money. <laughs> yeah, but for your in your particular case, they're not. I'm not despondent. That's not what I mean. It's just not necessary. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're committed. Are you committed to uh, um, sustaining that? belief that it's not possible are you committed to that no so no there is a part of me committed to it like so so that are you committed to to upholding that part of you that's committed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good questions i expect what i'd like to do is really sit with that question and um because i don't want to give a off-the-cuff answer with no meaning to it what if yeah. you gave a real answer that was that you were going to commit to dismantling that part of yourself and and actually stand by it? Right now, right here, during yes. episode eighty three, is this? 83? Yes, sir. <laughs> right now, before the whole world, all during five of them. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I want to change topics. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that. I'm holding, you, I'm holding you accountable, right? Because. It's not just your success that it's impacting. Yes, that I've, I've, I've understand right? that. This is us, man. Right. I understand that. So I'm asking you again, are you committed to dismantling that adult belief that success is not possible for you? <clears throat> All right. I'm committed to that. All right, so say it into a sentence. I am committed to dismantling the belief. Mark that... is committed to dismantling. No, 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 Greg. <laughs> I, Greg, am committed to dismantling the belief of this adult energy that believes I can't make it. Okay, now say it seriously without laughing. <laughs> that goes against the motto of our podcast. No, that it goes what, into you say- the... Because you're joking with yourself when you say it like that. No, I'm not joking with myself. All right. Well, then it shouldn't be any problem for you to say it. There's joy de vere involved. Say say it for real. Say it for real, man. That was for real. No, that was all jokey and like you weren't accountable to it. Like I want it from the balls up, man. I'm committed. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, you can do it. Take a deep breath. (laughs) It's become a thing now. I'm committed 
to dismantling the energy and belief that I cannot make it starting now. Beautiful. <laughs> what does making it look like? A white house on the hill, two dogs running around, children. You're joking again. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. Well, it definitely looks like a white house on the hill uh -huh. on the mountainside. So a house on the mountain, two dogs. No, it doesn't. I don't know about the dogs. <laughs> but uh, I definitely, when I think of success, me being successful involves a white house on the mountain. Nice. Yeah. That's mighty white of you. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah, so I wish you the best, and I'm committed to us finding a way to that possibility. It would be awesome if this became successful. It will be awesome when this becomes successful. Okay. Right. It'll be awesome when Jesus comes back. Yeah, Jesus can't save you. Apparently he can. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing is this external savior perpetuates the whole idea of the, your victimhood. Like you've got to take responsibility for yourself, man. Well, I've heard it. I think I've read in several places that the second coming is really the resurrection of Christ energy in an individual. Yeah, the way I've heard it referred to is that the second Eucharist is the return of Christ in the ethereal, which that that means that you have access to them completely and unequivocally within as a voice right. within. Uh, yeah. And then it leaves you, but to take action based on the faith that, that you establish with the voice within realizing that you are not separate. Hey, you know what that just reminded me of um, that interview you shared with Carlos Santana and, um, <clears throat> Mark yeah, that was really a wonderful episode. Yeah. What did you take for yourself in it? Well, one of the things I took was that mantra that he mentioned that he learned from, he believed it was from Hawaii. Oh, you're talking about the Ho'oponopono. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Right. And um, I also thought, you know, Carlos is a human being. There was a couple of times I was like, well, you're very full of yourself, aren't you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. And I'll just add that my my research into the Ho'oponopono is that it's so much more deep and complicated. And um, that four phrase thing is is a far cry from what the the Hawaiians truly practice in the art, in what is Pono. Pono is a way of life. And as I began to explore it a little deeper and I spoke to some people who were indigenous Hawaiians about it, I have told them about my curiosity and if I could find a way to become more aware of the depth of the meaning and, um, get greater access to the teaching. And, um, someone said, well, let me check with my Kapuna, which is their spiritual guide. And they were unable to admit me. And the, there was a group that I found on that thing That's where everybody talks on the radio. It's like a radio thing. It's an app. Um, Oh, the clubhouse thing? Yeah, clubhouse. I found a group where there was a Kapuna who spoke every week. Kapuna. And that was amazing. And they were taking call-ins. And so I asked the Kapuna, I said, hey, I'm really interested in, in having a deeper awareness beyond this idea of the four phrases that most uh, Aulis are taught around Ho'oponopono. And what he said was that before I could even begin to look at 
what was available to the indigenous cultures of the Hawaiians was that I needed to take the journey to check in with my own ancestors Hmm. and that my own ancestral wisdom was the path to Pono and that I wasn't an effective strategy to try to figure out the Hawaiian lineages Pono because that was for Hawaiians. I've heard that from indigenous. And I was like, yeah, I get it. And I'll just say, Greg, you know, I think it was about five years ago. There was a level of stress in my life before I became a meditation instructor where I was waking up a whole fuck ton a lot at night and worried us worried, really worried. And I used the Ho'opono, the Ho'oponopono phrases that you just mentioned as a way to have a mantra for myself. And I found a lot of comfort there, and I found a lot of ease in my body as a result. And so I'm not trying to take it off the table or make it um, not okay. But I am saying that it's it's kind of a crutch for someone like who are, who we're descended from Europeans. See, I don't think it's a crutch. I think what it taught me, again, like the power of a mantra to overcome the negative energy one has coursing through one's being at times. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. the way he shared it. You know, that he says that and then he just notices that that, I forget his words, but that negative energy dissipates. Yeah. And I've been using mantras for a long time that I think they are a good way to to navigate anger yeah. and fear and other energies within me. Yeah. Um, False limiting beliefs that you can't succeed. Right. Exactly. Yeah. One of my favorites is Owa Tana Siam. Is that like an order at In and Out Burger? No, but it's a it's a mantra. Owa Tana Siam. And what's it translate to in English? Owa Tana Siam. Do you know what it translates? Owa Tana Siam. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Yes. Yes, dear. <laughs> what can the matter be? Johnny's so long at the fair. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, one highlight that this last year was you and I seeing Dave Chappelle. Yeah, it really was. That was awesome. Not just the whole adventure of it. You bringing it up, spur of the moment, like, okay, let's go. Spontaneously, without tickets. Yeah. And then having this sold-out show. To interview him on Moped Outlaws, pursuing that, and then failing. Seeing a great show, seeing a yeah. fucking master. Yeah, and not even sitting in the seats we bought. Yeah, right. Because who cares? We're in there. We're in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's uh he's had a hell of a year. Yeah. Yes. He was saying like um we might not see him as much. You know, he was in San Francisco a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, know. yeah. With, he shows up at these at this the Chase Center, and I don't even know he's coming. Right. Like I'm right. not connected to the right um, social demographics. Apparently, is that where he was at the Chase Center? Yeah. I thought it was a little nightclub. He brought Elon oh. Musk on stage at the. Chase yeah, that was Center? at the Chase Center after. Oh a, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I think it was after a Warriors game. Wow. It was like they the Warriors game finished and then it was Chappelle. I wonder if that's how they did it. Like they just said, Hey, for any of you who want to stay, Dave Chappelle's gonna perform in twenty minutes. Right. I don't know exactly. But yeah, Elon <laughs> Musk got booed, famously got booed. Right. Yep. <clears throat> I can't get excited, otherwise I start coughing. Yeah. Do you use Ricola cough drops? How do you feel about that stuff? I'm not really aware of Ricola cough drops. Mm, um, they're very I like cough drops. 
I just haven't gone out to the store to get any. Right. I had a similar thing and it passed relatively quickly. So I wish the same for you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> What's there weird? is a mute button, by the way. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Art. <laughs> one, one of the things we're planning to do with Moped Outlaws this year is have more guests. Yeah. So, we have um, some lined up. For, I think we have three in January. Lined oh, up. really? I didn't even know that. That's great. I'm interested in if anyone hearing this broadcast is interested in being a guest, uh, they could email the hosts at mopedoutlaws.com. The hosts, plural, at mopedoutlaws.com. And we'll, uh, we'll check you out and see if uh, we're worthy. I mean, you're worthy. <laughs> and then we have an intake form on our website, too. Yeah, you can also go to mopedoutlaws.com and fill out an intake form. Um, you know, what's really funny this week is Brett Sternberg, um, was able to accidentally catch a child trafficker. Who's Bretta Sternberg? Bretta Sternberg. The, that, um, was oh, that Greta, she, the angry teenager? <laughs> Greta, the angry teenager. That's right. All right. Um, she happened oh, upon oh, a traffic. Thunberg. I'm sorry. I'm, right, I'm right. mispronouncing it. She anyway, happened she, upon a child trafficking. She, well, she got into a uh, a little tête-à-tête with a guy named Andrew Tate, and Andrew Tate thought he would be like kind of uh, smart with her, and he said, "Well, here's my 30 cars," and he listed off his supercars and how he doesn't care that they get eight miles to the gallon. Blah blah blah. And then she replied to him. With, well, I appreciate what you had to say. And um, if you'd like to reply to me, just reply to, um, oh, what was, what is it? Let me, let me just really quick. It's a, it's an address she gave out. Um, Oh, uh, this is CNN. Oh, she says, please provide the email address so I can send a complete list of my cars. He says, can I, and she, she, he, she, he says, let me send you a list. And she says, oh, perfectly. Please send me the list at smalldickenergy at getalife.com. Huh. <laughs> he got, he got really pissed off. So he did like a live Twitter thing uh, or live video in response to her. And in it, it showed some like used pizza boxes. And as a result, the authorities were able to figure out that he was in a certain city and he's wanted for sex trafficking. And so he got busted. I saw a little blurb about that. I didn't. Yeah. He, he was arrested by Romanian authorities. What a genius. Mr. Tate, a former kickboxer who gained infamy for his misogynist views, was apprehended by Roman Romanian police after he descended on a after they descended on a villa where he was staying with his brother on Thursday. And it was speculated that the arrest may have happened if it had not posted a clapback video to mock Mrs. Thurnberg on Twitter. Hmm. And Romania's directorate for investigating organized crime and terrorism had been waiting for nine months for the Tate brothers to return to Romania. And they mobilized forces and descended upon the villa after learning they were in the country through social media posts. posts. So hmm. being a dick does not pay, even if it's <laughs> small, small dick, dick energy. <laughs> hey, do you guys have Apple Plus? Uh, we have Apple TV and we have Disney Plus. Well, is Slow Horses on Apple TV? I don't know. Gary Oldman, Slow Horses. Um, I don't know. It's so good. Because when you just said descended on. Yeah, it's Apple TV. It's so good. I highly recommend this show. Yeah, I've watched a couple. I think I watched seasons one and two. Well, they just, I just, no. Did they just drop season three? No, they just dropped season two. So. Oh, okay. So I think I've only watched season one then. Did you like it? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, season two is just as brilliant. So what is it about the Gary Oldman character that you, you like so much? Well, what I really respect is him as an actor playing that character. <clears throat> so good. Everyone in it is top notch, but 
I do like the surliness. I was just telling a friend this morning, it's kind of like if Columbo drank as well. You know, that sort of like disheveled, just let oneself go, not caring, you know, and yet totally on it. Totally on it. Totally, you know, sharp as attack. Sharp as attack. Yes. Yeah. Razor sharp. Yeah. Happy with his mediocrity. Well, not so much, but accepted it, knows why it's there, and yeah. and also has realized that there is a, um advantage in that position of the slow horses mm-hmm. because, you know, they're not paid attention to much. So Right. Yeah. There's something about not being tied to your position and your ego that is freeing. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I was thinking of taking uh, Heal Thyself again in January. Yeah, I took it several times. Yeah. If I do take it this time, I'm going to be adamant that we can't do the whole roll of the dice thing for that one lesson. You don't get to be adamant about anything in that class. You actually do. You can try. Well, I think if I don't vote, you know, it's got to be an anonymous. I mean, uh, yeah. Is that well, that's right? not that's not being adamant about not rolling the dice. That's just deciding not to vote. That's adamacy. That's ad- and that's an adamant take. Like, no, we we really have to vote. We're not rolling the dice to see who's left behind. Right. So the random solution is something you don't want to do. You want to actually continue to argue through each of those impossibly constructed characters that are specifically designed to make it next to impossible to choose one based on your bias. The whole point of the exercise is to uncover your internal biases. See, and what I realized is that I was giving responsibility for the death of someone away by the roll of the dice. Oh, it's God's thing. I'm not responsible for that life. God did it. And I was like, oh, what a shyster move, man, to not take responsibility of the choice. Well, you could still take responsibility for the choice. And that's, you know, it doesn't mean that God doesn't have, you know, the ultimate say. Well, it's like saying God's not in me. I'm not in God. You know, it's a dis, it's a, it, it is a step of removal from God. So let's go a, lo- a layer deeper. What is it about confronting that particular situation that gets you off? Well, I realized that I took the I took the shyster road. Well, no, that's not a shyster road. It's it just is. an easy road. No, <laughs> it's a shyster road. It's it is the it's the Pontius Pilate. I didn't do it. I washed my hands. I didn't do it. Right. I have no responsibility. So what you're saying is you abdicated your agency and your own your own point of view. And as a result, what didn't you learn? I'm not sure what I didn't learn, but what it, what I recall is Bridges um live after that lesson she said it says in the instructions every person is a um what would you say is a valid choice each and every person even the racist person like they all are valid choices to be on that ship and I was like, it's probably oh, a little abstract for our that. listeners. Basically, there's this. No, but I think the listeners should go check out Heal Thyself course. Yeah, to figure this out, because yeah. it is a really powerful thing to have to, to deal with. And it's the first week. No, it's course. the second week, isn't it? Well, the, the first week. week is onboarding, but it's the first assignment, really. Is it really? I thought it was like yeah. the second or third. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's pretty powerful. And yeah. the whole course is a very powerful course. So if you go to rememberinstitute.com and heal thyself is the course. And this might be, she said, the last live um, streams during the course. So they're, she's definitely looking at 
uh, uh, longevity and but um so if anyone's interested i'd say this yeah, is act now because if you want to get your uh shit together so to speak this re- this particular golden resource this amazing talented it's this is not a uh, um an EDI course. It's not an equity, diversity, and inclusion course. This is a full-on dismantling of all of the tropes and biases that you carry around in you if you are a person who's racialized as white. And um, <clears throat> ableism, sexism, all of it gets thrown in there. Yeah. yeah. It made it a lot more fun to, for me to be a cis, white, um, heterosexual person in the world taking this course. All right. It was very freeing. That's good. It was also harder. (laughs) Yeah. So the new year's upon us. We've all got stuff to do. Yeah. World still needs us. Yeah. And love is still the answer. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add? <laughs> That's a no. Greg said no. He doesn't <laughs> need to add anything. I can see his. He's got his itchy trigger finger on the stop the show button. He was hoping to do it moments ago, but he didn't. I kept talking and I wasn't able. There's something he really likes about just shutting off the show in a big hurry. It's like gives him a sense of power. I like when art, you know, well, it just felt like a good place to end it. Yeah. Which, you know, it always is. It's always a good place to end it. And there's always another place to end it as well. Um, well, say it. Speak. Well, I realized the last episode, because last episode, if you just watched the live stream, you only got half the show. Right. The podcast has the full show. And I did realize that in our silence, from my experience, silence is a great place to go deeper. And so I realized last episode that if I hadn't shut it off and we had just sat there, like what would have come out of that? Yeah, sometimes all it takes is a moment. Like right now, everyone, let's do just a quick experiment in quiet. Just take a a slow, deep breath through your belly. And we're going to sit here and we're going to be quiet for three breaths. Beginning now. What if you're uh, hyper, what do you call it? Hyper ventilating. Then you'll have to do more than three. But we haven't been quiet yet, so let's try it again. <laughs> three quiet, deep breaths. Yes. For those of you who wish to hyperventilate, you may want to try 12 to 14 breaths. And beginning now. <laughs> the world's most silent podcast. Greg's got the giggles. He can't even stand I couldn't do it. I couldn't couldn't stand do it. it. He can't. All right. Try one more time, Greg. We can do it. Silence. Oh my God. We're to listen to silence. Okay. So we're gonna do this together. Right. And again, right, three, two, one, now. That's it. That's a great practice you have. This is a great way to begin your new year. Remember to slow down, take a few deep breaths, and smell your friend's butthole. Good dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's very strange advice, Mark. (laughs) Happy New Year. (laughs) That's going to be the title of this episode. (laughs) Smell Smell your your friend's friend's butthole. (laughs) 
Okay. I'm uh, sorry I said it now. See, you're going to have to live with it. <laughs> yeah. The internet does not forget, does it? Nope. Oh, well. Uh, you have a lot of beads on, I noticed today. <clears throat> I have all of my um, power pieces. I'm wearing all my power pieces right now. You don't have a power hat? I do. You want to see it? Yeah. So that's a power piece, isn't it? All right. Wu-Tang for life. No. Jedi. It's, it's the Rebel Alliance. Wrong side. Because <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> yeah. No. It's not really my power hat. Um, in fact, I didn't get all my other power pieces on me, but these are the oh, ones I wanted. Shit. See, there's one that's not on me. What is that? That's a piece of jade that I got from a uh, initiation immersion that I was in. Here's my steal your face, which I wore to a bunch of Grateful Dead concerts. And there's more. This is this is fun. Right, so you don't have all of them on. You lied to it's us. You lied heart. to the world. That is cool. Who yeah. made that? I don't know who made it. I know who gave it to me. Who gave it to you? Kathy Blackstone, or as oh, I like to call her, Princess Color Wheel. Princess Color Wheel. <laughs> Does she like that? Oh, she loves it. Monica? That's good. Yeah. Hey, I was thinking of you because Joe Rogan posted him getting into his um, ice bath that he has. Mm. And then this uh, couple that I follow on TikTok she said that she's wanted to start doing it, the ice plunges and she did it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I don't do resolutions, but I do, you know, commitments to evolution, as I said earlier in the show, and I'm going to get back on the, the health train here real fast. Why'd you get off it? Well, I haven't been working out as nearly as much or doing my cold plunges. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. And there was a little bit of holiday chocolate involved, right? Some oh. sugar. So, what about ice cream? No ice cream. That's good. But there was cheese. Oh, so that's dairy. Yep. I made some brownies and I crunched up candy canes and oh, threw that, that in. And it was um, <laughs> I got the Irish Bailey's brownie mix at um. Cost plus, and then I added a second batch of brownie mix in, crunched up a bunch of candy canes, and for the liquid, one of my cousins made um, home homemade Irish cream, brand, you know, like yeah, Irish cream, and I used that for the liquid. <laughs> very rich and very good. So delicious alcoholic brownies. Yes. Yes. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. Well, I had only, I guess I had two. I had two. And you shared the rest? Oh, yeah. There's still about half the batch left. You oh. and Kathy are welcome to come down and have some. Mm. Well, she's gluten-free, so she can't have that. <clears throat> yeah. So soon... We will have another podcast for your enjoyment. Welcome to 2023, everyone. Just remember, if you don't like the news, go out and make go some of your make own. Make some of your own. God bless Scoop Nisker. Yeah, we're still got 12 minutes. Oh, we're just filling time now? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to um, do a full hour for our sponsors. Oh, I see. Well, I, I didn't realize that, that that was the the key here. Um, you don't have any three by five cards today. I I do actually. Did we cover everything? No, but um, I can read them right now if you like. Okay. Give yourself room to fail. There are no mistakes, only learning experiences. Be willing to let go of what you have so you can get what you want. Don't tolerate the intolerable ever. What would be intolerable to you? That question. <laughs> <laughs> and no, yet I'm it kidding. happened. 
Let's see. Why? I'm not sure. Um, what would be intolerable to me right now? Or do you have anything intolerable in your realm? Hmm. I'm fortunate enough to say that nothing comes to mind right now. Partially because I have my three by five cards and I, I pay attention. Um, Think abundance, feel it too. Control is an illusion. Let go and let life happen. Don't do anything in secret. (laughs) Masturbate in public. Is that? (laughs) No, no. Just don't make it a secret that you do it. Oh, okay. Ask for what you want. More brownies. Yeah, more pussy. Face difficult situations and conflict head on. That's a good one. Be honest with yourself. If you are an adult, you're old enough to make your own rules. So you can jaywalk. Let people help you. Help you jaywalk. I love this. I get, I, I, Greg really likes it when I get serious because then he can throw bombs. <laughs> it's his favorite thing to do. We'll, we'll keep going. See what you got here, buddy. Okay. Don't let anyone treat you badly. No one ever. Unless you're in the S&M. Awesome. I like this. We're going to keep going. Don't make excuses. I don't have one for that. (laughs) That's an excuse. (laughs) Whatever you do, do it 100%. Go all in. I like that one. Don't settle. Every time you settle, you get exactly what you settle for. If what you're doing isn't working, try something else. (laughs) be clear and be direct have you ever heard um national lampoons deteriorata i have okay that is so good that's the one where he's like you know wear sunscreen yeah yeah You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you believe it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Right. I think that's a big part of your problem in your life is that you you took that to heart. heart. That's my mantra. I've been saying that since I was exactly. (laughs) See, so that I get it now. I get it. Do you want more three by five cards? Yeah, those are excellent. This is a great way to wrap up. Learn to say no. I'd, I would add to that one, learn to receive no. Ah, now we're getting somewhere. We're not just dropping bombs. You are the only person on this planet responsible for your needs, wants, and happiness. Amen. If you do what you have always done, you will get what you've always gotten. Hard. Do it now. <laughs> Is that one of the cards? Yeah. Do it now. See, it says, All right. Do, do it. it now. Yeah. <clears throat> you got good printing. I'm I'm, spin, I'm skipping one. Well, why are we skipping that one? It's too personal. All right. That was a good Put one. Put yourself first. Is that the one you were going to skip? Shh. Come on, Mark. What are you doing? Yes. Really? Why do you want to I didn't want to support the me generation. You didn't want to support the me generation. So you were. I was putting myself first by not wanting to to say it out loud. That's crazy. You didacted. Is Is that what they call those documents? Government documents that are all blacked out? Redacted? Redacted? Yes. Redacted. Yeah, but in my case, it's 
you're you've been redicted. Mark's power three by five cards, the redacted version. <laughs> hey, remove yourself from a bad situation instead of waiting for it to change. I like that. That's good. Be good to yourself. These are a lot of uh, good to yourself things going on. Right I now. have everything I want. I do not want what I do not have. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Have fun. If you're not having fun, something is wrong. Hmm. That's good. No matter what happens, you will handle it. Stop blaming. Victims never succeed. <laughs> Live with integrity. Decide what feels right to you and then do it. And then accept the consequences of your actions. Did <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever hear uh, go Jesus together? Is, have you ever heard Jesus is way cool by King Missile? No. This is why we need to get, in 2023, we need to get a license to play music on this show. Okay. Because one of the great things that we can't do on this show is play records. It'd be so much fun if we could we could do that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, I, it's been my task that I have yet to succeed at to figure this part out. Um, if it frightens you, do it. Except if it's an MRI. <laughs> you should bring that card with you when you go to your rescheduled appointment right after i get my xanax oh my god mark you can do it we did we did them all we got through them all all uh, 35 all my uh, three by five cards i got more shopping lists paper towels anything here we're talking about clorox Detergent. Who I am, what I stand for, and what what my and my and what my values are. Hey, do you have a mission statement for yourself? <clears throat> well, I guess if I have to look it up, that's the answer is no. Okay. I think I do, but I don't know it well enough, and so now. I have a new task for 2023 to revamp my mission statement. All right. Um, when I was on one of the retreats that I got these various necklaces from, I also found this stone in a river. That is awesome. It was a cold plunge river too. It was a, a moonlight in January, full moon in January. And we were in a hot tub that was a natural spring and we were jumping in the cold river. Right. And under that moon, I was given access to the question of what my purpose is. And then contemplation of that in the freezing cold water, I came up with my purpose is to learn and to serve. It's <laughs> a good purpose. Yeah. To learn and to serve. And I'm going with that for now. So that's kind of my mission right. to learn and to serve. So you got a job at a fast food restaurant. Yeah. With an endless menu that I have to learn. It's perfect. Yeah. Amy's drive through. Are we ending? It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You know what's cool about the wall? What? If you if you play it straight through on a CD on repeat, mm -hmm. there's a, a split phrase that's at the first track on side one and then at the end of side two that, that goes right into itself. Really? Yeah. You're making that up. No, I'm not. I found out about this the other day. I don't think that's true. Let me uh, look it up. Okay. Okay, scrolling, scrolling. Yeah. 
Now there's a hidden message on one of the tracks with that's on empty spaces, but this is something else. This is where <clears throat> the beginning of the album, the wall starts with a phrase and then the last track on the wall s- ends with the first half of that phrase. I'm not sure exactly what it is right now, but hmm. go check it out. All right. Recording stopped. 